0: If we had a podcast when we were kids, it would be us farting. It would be, and I was just doing stupid stuff. There are, like, video streamers now of kids that just play. And other kids watch them just play. Why? Right? Why? I don't know! But I also don't understand people who watch streamers either. I don't get that either. But Josh watches streamers and watches other people play video games yeah. on YouTube and like, but why why don't you just play that game? Right. Like I get it if they're like maybe there's some like code or something you're trying to figure out in your video game so you need to see someone else. Like do when it. we used to do it with Nancy Drew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't watch them just play Nancy Drew. We were like, we need help figuring out this thing. We need the cheat codes <laughs> for Nancy Drew. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember? In Nancy Drew. <laughs> you went into the bathroom. You can hear. Her. Yes, <laughs> yes. We, we, we did that over and over. We again. did. We thought it was so funny. Uh, I, mean, I love that they included that in the game. The detail of let's make her poop in the bathroom. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yep. <laughs> Good time. <Yeah. laughs> All of our ridiculous videos <laughs> and our games and uh, yeah, but yeah, kids watch other kids just play games like make believe or play with their Barbies. I also am not one that watches sports either, so I'm like I don't know. Yeah. I guess it's for some people like watching sports for other people. <laughs> I like basketball. But all the other sports, I don't think I could really get into unless I'm playing it. Like lacrosse. Yeah. I like playing lacrosse. I like playing soccer. But do I like watching either of those things? No. No. <laughs> unless I know the people. Then yeah. Like... If it's like my school. Yeah. Then it's more exciting. But or if I went to go watch you play lacrosse, it'd be go Emily. Yeah. <laughs> but watching like professionals play, I'm like eh. me. We know me. you're good. <laughs> <laughs> me. Oh well. It is what it is. <laughs> Ready? Yep. Cool. Hello, animal lovers. Welcome to my podcast where I geek out about animals. I'm Nicole, and you're listening to Animal Facts. This podcast may not be suitable for all listening ears, specifically young ones. And I just want to remind everyone that I am not a professional, just an animal enthusiast, because I just love learning about them. I think they're so cool, and they can do so many cool things. Some things I say may just be my opinion, and sometimes I am misinformed or sometimes I'm just straight up wrong. So forgive me, I am only human after all. But please email me at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com so I can correct myself and I also have the chance to learn from you. Thanks for joining me! Enjoy! Welcome animal lovers to the Animal Facts Podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Emily. Once again my best friend is back. One of my best friends. (laughs) No offense to my other best friends! I have a couple. (laughs) My oldest friend. Longest friend. (laughs) Um, Alright. So. It's New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Make it a good one. (laughs) Yes. Yes, yes. Although it's not probably not too hard to come back from these past couple of years. (laughs) 2022. (laughs) Oh, potty break for the dog. Oh do not either. We were talking about something we just introduced ourselves so far that's true that's true oh right and that it's new year and we're hoping that it's going to be a better yes. <laughs> 2022 will be better than oh the last gosh. two years i you know i'm hoping to quit my job yeah and then just do something else i don't know what yet but that's my 2022 i want to be you know doing something i love Yes! That was my 2021 goal. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Not fully quit, but it was to pursue all of my passion projects, which I think I've been doing so good. Good. So far, so good. (laughs) Because I started the podcast. Uh With all of you. And then I focused more time on my books, which I think 2022 is going to be more dedicated to books, is my plan. Because I think I took on a lot of Passion projects in 2021, (laughs) and I think the podcast took the brute force of most of it, which was fine. And I also picked up a huge hobby of plants, as you can see around my house. (laughs) But they're all dying, except for the avocados; they're doing fine, which is fine because they're my favorites. I have been staring at that one right there with the big the roots. Looks like it has a a butt (laughs) of the legs. Its name is Alpaca Gator. (laughs) Because when it was growing, it looked like it had like a body and legs that came down. So I was like, it looks kind of like a funny animal. It does. <laughs> and I had recently had an inside joke about alpaca gators with my friend, like a alligator alpaca. So, yep. Those so, all my things, though. Twenty twenty two. That's the year. You're I know. I say your job. That every year, but, <laughs> well, you know, and then I'm also turning. You're turning. You have a birthday coming up soon. I will already be 28 when this one bears. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, my... Okay. So I'll be turning 27 in February. Yeah. And somebody told me that 27 is like the year of, like, revelation. There's something called the 27 Ooh. Club with celebrities. Interesting. And it, it's a lot, of, a lot of times it's, you know, celebrities ODing or, like, dying mm. or just, like, Life changes, like, big things. And yeah. I, it's like your brain is, like, fully developed and you're fully, like, what am I doing with my life? And you're just, like, trying to figure huh. everything out. And that I, actually I, makes a lot of sense. I feel like I'm getting there and I'm, like, quit my job. <laughs> that actually makes a lot of sense because yes. 2021 was when I was 27. Yeah. <laughs> I just recently turned 28, so. Yeah. And I feel like that was a huge eye-opening year for me. Yeah. Of, a lot of stuff. So, here comes twenty twenty two for Emily. Ooh, 27. Existential crisis. Yay! <laughs> Not a midlife crisis. No. Maybe quarter life. Quarter life. <laughs> 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 yes. Well, on that note, our personal question, mm-hmm. because it is New Year, we're going to ask, what is your Chinese zodiac for Chinese New Year? Mm. Is that like like the the animal? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. I'm a pig. You're a pig! Mm-hmm. Oink, like I'm a rooster. Cluck, cluck. <laughs> so, I guess technically I'm a chicken? Because I'm a female version of a rooster? I don't know. I would just say I'm don't a rooster. Know. I do if the they rooster. care. <laughs> I don't know if they care if it's male or female. I don't. I'm a rooster. I'm not. Whatever. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> so. You ready for what animal this is going to be? Mm-hmm. All right, here is your first trivia clue. This animal was voted the world's favorite animal. Oh. Majority of people, like, so it was, like, by 70-something countries yeah. and whatever, voted this animal as, like, the top one. So it's, like, majority vote makes it the world's favorite animal. Okay, I'm trying to think about an animal that might be on, like, every continent you know, except Antarctica. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking some animals are on every continent including Antarctica, which yeah. I can tell you what animal that is later. <laughs> I'm going to go for a uh, elephant. Elephant is a good one, but not an elephant. Okay. There are nine subspecies of this animal, mm-hmm. but we're going to for this episode focus on one of them. But if you get the general animal, I'll give it to you. Okay. You don't have to get the specific species. Let's see. Old Boated favorite animal. hmm. Monkey. Good guess, but no. <laughs> 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 um, it is actually going to be 2022's Chinese New Year animal. Oh. So it is going to be the year of blank. So, like, you're the year of the pig, I'm the year of the rooster. 2022, it's the year of the blank. So huh. if you happen to know what Chinese New Year animal this is. We should have researched this. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go with a... You know, I really want to say cat, but I know there's way more. <laughs> way more cats out there. There are a lot of cats. I'm gonna weirdly go with a sloth. <laughs> is the sloth a sloth the Chinese New Year animal? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. Wow! Well. Uh. I can't think of what they all are. I know there's there's a dog, a pig, a rooster. I'm gonna go with a buffalo, and the ox. Yeah, I love you so much. What is it? No, it is not of those things you guessed. It is a mammal. and okay. It does not have an A in it. Are you ready to find out what it is? <laughs> yes. Drumroll! It is a tiger! <laughs> <laughs> of
1: course! <laughs> Your moment
0: of oh. <laughs> so 2022 is the year of the tiger. Okay. I, the tiger. Yep. Um, <laughs> I was debating if I was going to do this one for like. Because Chinese New Year is February 1st, is mm-hmm. when it starts. I was like, do I do that around, like, that week? But then February 2nd is Groundhog's Day. So I was like, mm. how do I do it? So instead I'm going to do this one for New Year's, but I'm going to focus on Chinese New Year's. And like, Chinese New Year's is in February. Got so it. happy New Year to everyone. Woo! <laughs> so Chinese New Year's, February. Everyone be prepared and excited for Chinese New Year's in February. But also, happy New Year's to everyone. Because <laughs> it is also New Year's. All the New Year's. There are nine subspecies of tiger. There are a lot of types of tigers. <laughs> I didn't realize how many types there were until I was like, what tiger do I do? Or do I just do tiger in general? <laughs> so, we're going to focus on the South China tiger. Okay. Um, And the South China tiger is a subspecies of the common tiger. And it goes by the scientific name of Panthera tigus oh, science words <laughs> which are not my strong suit fun fact i am dyslexic <laughs> <laughs> um and then somewhat <laughs> i don't even know what i wrote in my own notes and it's typed oh somewhat more distantly the south china tiger belongs to the same genus panthera as leopards lions and jaguars Although separated by millions of years of evolution, tigers have been known to produce hybrids with lions in captivity. So I like was just going to ask about ligers. Mm-hmm, ligers um, and tigons and stuff. I used to think those weren't real, because the first time I heard of them was Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite. Dynamite. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's a mythical creature. And then, uh, no, they're, they're real. are real. We talk about in, um, a few weeks ago, we talked about reindeer. It was literally last week's episode. Christmas episode was reindeer. If you listen to that one, you find out that for the longest time I thought reindeer were mythical creatures. No. (laughs) It wasn't until later in life that I was like, oh, they're real. But they don't actually fly. Right. (laughs) But because they were like Santa's reindeer and I'm like Santa and elves and all these things. Reindeer must also be like these magical mythical creatures like unicorns and pegasuses nope reindeer are real (laughs) i mean i wasn't like in my teens when i discovered it but i feel like i was older than i should have been that's fair (laughs) but yeah Ligers. Ligers are real Mm -hmm. (laughs) um all right so then because of its rarity almost everything we know about the south china tiger subspecies comes from the studies and observations in captivity or documents from the past because very few members of the subspecies have been sighted in the wild since 1960s and the 1970s. So, super, super rare animals. <clears throat> their appearance is a typical tiger appearance. However, they actually are a bit more vibrant in their coloring, which is kind of cool. They have like more of that very typical, like, what everyone imagines or draws a tiger to be like. It's usually the South China tiger that they're like kind of drawing because their like lines are more spaced out and they're really vibrant. So they have a mixture of reddish, orange, almost yellow around most of their body with the white around their legs, chest and parts of their face. And then they have their signature black stripes, which are long and narrow along the body, allowing the tiger to maintain camouflage when it's moving through dense foliage. They also have yellow eyes, which I think is cool, but also terrifying. A pink snout, a long tail with sharp teeth and sharp claws. Basically, you don't want to go up against a tiger. (laughs) Nope um the stripes on a tiger are also somewhat comparable to a human fingerprint because they are also very unique to nature um so no tiger has the same stripes and then that can also help them identify individual tigers as well which is kind of cool i don't know how in case they commit a crime but... yeah like it had these stripes <laughs> versus it just looked like a tiger <laughs> <laughs> these stripes had the a stripe across its face um but yeah, I don't know how people are able to identify tigers from each other sometimes because I feel like they all look very <laughs> similar to me. But you know, if you study them a lot, I'm sure you can re- like, recognize the difference. Mm-hmm. It's dedication right there. Um, it is possible to also distinguish the South China tiger from other species of tiger because it has a slight difference in the skull shape and its teeth. And then males measure to be about six to six and a half feet long, and they weigh about 300 to 350 pounds, while females are approximately about five feet long, and they weigh about 230 to about 250 pounds. So, about 100 pounds lighter than a male and about a foot smaller. I know that's still big, but I don't know why, (laughs) but I'm like, that seems small for a tiger. I don't know. Are they, like, smaller than the other tigers? Um, They are smaller. So they're actually, they are large, so it says despite enormous size, right. they are possibly the smallest subspecies of tiger in the world. Okay. So they are the smallest of the tigers, um, but they're still very big. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the Bengal or the Siberian tiger are the largest mm. tigers. I'm not sure which one of those two. But one of those two, I think, are the largest tiger. I'll do it. An episode on them one day too. <laughs> um but yeah. So five feet and two hundred and forty pounds for a female is the average. I'm five I'm not even five two. So it's basically the same length as me. Yeah. And I don't even think that's counting their tail. I think that's just head to butt, not even their tail. Yeah. Um, and then I only weigh like a hundred and thirty pounds. <laughs> so it's like an extra hundred pounds more than me. <laughs> just Jeez. With sharp teeth and claws and Potentially a very nasty attitude. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> so Um Their Conservation. Do you wanna take a guess? Endangered. Endangered. We actually have a lot to cover in conservation and it's kind of sad. But um. there is hope. There's always hope. Um, so according to the IUCN Red List, the South China tiger has been critically endangered since 1996, so for a really long time, um, almost as old as me, almost, (laughs) um, it is now possibly extinct in the wild, so since the last confirmed tiger sighting was in 1990s, um... (laughs) They are really sure if there are any in the wild or not wow. because they haven't seen any since the 1990s. Um, the subspecies is perhaps the most imperiled tiger in the world. Conservatives, <laughs> words are hard. It's <laughs> okay. People trying to protect this tiger. <laughs> Um, are racing against the clock to save it from ultimate extinction. As of 2007, there were still approximately 70 individuals being kept in captivity in zoos or breeding bases, um, which reside in China. And then all of them have, are descendants from other captive tigers rather than like wild born ones. So they don't really have any more wild born in captivity. They're like all, they've all been in captivity. It has to be really hard to get, like, a tiger from captivity into the wild. Just, like, teaching it how to, like, get its own food and, like, where. Yeah, it's really hard. But they are working on getting the population diverse enough that they can hopefully, like, get at least a reserve somewhere that they can start putting these tigers in the reserve and start getting them the help they need and such. Then that way they can eventually return to the wild and be... Like they did with the California condor and stuff. And other animals they're working on hopefully being able to reintroduce them. But they're not quite there yet. They're still just trying to get enough. Yeah. Enough of the population that their genetics aren't bottle-capped or anything. Come well, on, tigers start doing it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but diverse enough. <laughs> we need diverse population. Um, so the South China tiger represents only a small fraction of... Ready for this? Mm-hmm. Three thousand five hundred or so tigers left in the world. So between all nine subspecies, there is less than four thousand tigers in the world. Oh my god! And about seventy to a hundred of them are South China tigers. <clears throat> so all tigers are in danger. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's really sad. <laughs> Kitty. Yeah, so the Save China's Tigers and World Wildlife Fund are working to save the South China tiger from ultimate extinction. They are. They have a plan to breed the tigers in captivity and then release them into special reserves throughout China as they're capable of doing so. And then we have a cool fact at the very end about potential breeding options for mm-hmm. the South China tiger. Um, so their history, they have a really long history because... There's quite a bit of information on them, because that's how we get most of our information from them, is from the history, since there's not really any in the wild to study. <laughs> Just sad. Um, so, the South China tiger may have split off any fall from an older lineage of tigers, which means it's more similarly, like, mm-hmm. similar to the ancient tiger type, rather than a recent type of tiger. So, like, the original. <laughs> oh, yes, um, the South China tiger might also be one of the earliest still living variations of that specific species, which is pretty cool. Hmm. Um, like sharks. <laughs> they're like the sharks of the cat world. <laughs> um, and then genetic analysis reveals that the tiger, that the tiger as a species, probably began evolving about 3.2 million years ago. And its closest living relative today is actually the snow leopard. Ooh, yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, I apologize if you guys hear my baby crying. <laughs> the baby crying is like an Easter egg of each episode. <laughs> it is. It is a little bit. He, he is teething, so he's been, like, very temperamental. <laughs> Anything can, like, make him grumpy because he's already uncomfortable from teething. Teething is the worst. Fun fact for any parents or future parents out there. (laughs) The South China tiger was discovered by an American naturalist, Harry Caldwell, in the early 19th century, and in 1905, the German animal taxonomist, Max Hilzheimer, determined the subspecies status of the South China tiger based on five tiger skull specimens from Honku. So, there's some history. And then as recently as the 19th century, the South China tiger inhabited a huge range of territory throughout most of central China, including as far south as Hong Kong, but hunting and habitat loss has reduced it to a fraction of its former size, and the last known group of tigers frequently frequented a very narrow stretch of the territory in South Central China, but then by the 1950s, the South China tiger's population was estimated to be only around 4,000. And then, as a result of the animals inhabiting an area, which humans were living in, it became even more or less because they were seen as a pest and a danger. So then, they were starting to like hunt them. They try to get rid of them. So then, by 1979, the Chinese government actually put a ban on hunting the tigers, but thousands of them had already been killed. Um, so then by 1996 it was estimated that the wild population had been hunted down to only 30 to 80 tigers. Mm. And now there's only like 70 to 100 tigers and they're all in captivity. Cuz they haven't seen a wild one since the 1990s. Mm. So, we know they live in China. <laughs> but do you want to guess any other things about their environment or where they live? Mm, rainforesty environments, maybe very wet. Um. let's see yeah that's what I'm gonna get <laughs> not bad guesses they can thrive in very several different habitats um, but they do prefer like prefer like forests and woodlands so like rainforests would work as well because they do love the water Um, and then where they do live they like to have multiple dens or caves and hollow trees they like dense vegetation because they like to be able to hide and sneak around. Well, multiple um, dens makes me think of, like, like having multiple homes. Like, oh, I'm gonna go visit my summer home. Right. My I'm gonna <laughs> visit my summer den. <laughs> yes, and my winter den, and my fall den, my maternity den. Yeah. <laughs> they have all... My she shed den. <laughs> my she shed den. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, uh, they... The tiger's territory and the lengths to which it will travel to find food largely depends on the prey in the area as well. So, but a lot of that is, like, the what the wild South China tiger would and could do because now it's all mostly just captivity. And But they, I'm sure, they, like, have very large spaces for the captive tigers mm-hmm. to somewhat feel like they're. They're in the wild, hope so. <laughs> we hope so. They have good funds, which I'll talk about a fun story about that later. Fun things, fun things. All right, so what do you think they eat? Meat. <laughs> Meat. They are carnivores. Um, they have the ability to drag away an animal's carcass just as large, if not larger, than themselves. Mm. So they have really strong jaws. Char- and muscles in general, um, they prefer to hunt almost exclusively from from the ground, but they do have remarkable climbing skills, and they can also swim across large bodies of water. So they can chase a prey down like miles down rivers and through lakes and stuff. So they're they're pretty determined little guys. Yeah. Um, but they mostly will sneak carefully through the foliage and then they'll strike its prey with a single swift motion and they try to sink their teeth and claws into the back of the neck or the skull and they have the strong enough jaws to be able to crack and break a skull. Um, and if they're successful and if it's done effectively, then it'll kill the animal like almost instantly. Yeah. Which is, I'm sure, preferred. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then if. Yeah, so they prefer large hoofed animals like deer, antelope, or wild boar. Um, And then if they don't have any of those things nearby or around, then that's when they'll kind of go after smaller prey like birds, fish, frogs, and rodents. But they prefer the big stuff, which I don't blame them. I would prefer a deer over a frog. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Frog legs. It's just like fishy chicken. (laughs) have you ever had a frog like no (laughs) well now you know it just tastes like fishy chicken (laughs) (laughs) um so they also have like these projections on their tongue which are known as palpoli um palpoli um which can help remove flesh from bone so i imagine it's like like why cats tongues are rough when they're grooming themselves i imagine the tiger just has like stronger bigger ones that like basically removes flesh from bone, which makes me never want to be licked by a tiger. I know. <laughs> I'm like, please don't lick me. Ooh. <laughs> that sounds painful. Mm. I feel like getting licked by a kitty cat is weird because they're already, like, rough Sand-tabry. textured. But having, like, a giant tiger or a lion tongue doing that to me, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. You ever got, like, what are they, like, the Indian burns? Yeah. Like, those burns, I feel like that's what it would be. It's just my... Arm or leg or whatever getting rubbed raw by a tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. If you guys have ever been licked by a tiger or lion, please let me know what it's like. Yes. I imagine it very uncomfortable, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's okay. Maybe it's not so bad. Um. A single tiger needs, do you want to guess how much square footage, square mileage it needs for hunting? Um. <laughs> Double that. Oh, so yeah, it needs anywhere from twenty to twenty-five miles square miles of hunting. Um, and then do you want to guess how much it can eat in a single meal? Jeez. Um... <laughs> Remember, they're like two to three hundred and fifty pounds. Okay, hundred pounds per meal. Oh, so close. Really? Yes, they're they can eat up to ninety pounds of food Ooh. in a single meal. And they try to eat as much food as they can, and then they can go several days or weeks before finding its next meal, so they just, like, gorge all of their meals they possibly can. I'm sorry for my screaming child. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Before, so that way, if they don't find another meal for a few days, they aren't starving, which I just can't imagine doing. Like imagine eating your whole Thanksgiving meal in one sitting, and then being like, "I'm not eating for two weeks." That just sounds super uncomfortable. Usually, more hungry by the end of the day, right? Like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) right, (laughs) right. I don't, I don't think I could, because one, I'm just, I would just be so uncomfortable with like my stomach being so full, and I just want to sleep it off that I wouldn't want to like go hunt. Yeah. (laughs) Like, how do they eat the whole thing, and then like by the next day they're like, "Time to go find some more food." It's like what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. Um, what do you think hunts or kills or eats a South China tiger? Um, probably people. I can't really imagine any animals. Nope, they are an apex predator. Yeah. So, they're pretty up there on the food chain. Uh, that humans are really their only threat and predator because of hunting, habitat loss, and also climate change, Mm. making it difficult for them to find their natural food. Um, And also because humans hunt antelope deer and wild boar too, which is their favorite foods. So, humans, we suck. It's the theme of, like, almost every episode I do. Humans do suck. (laughs) We (laughs) suck for the life of animals. We just... Because if it wasn't for us, they wouldn't be endangered. And we wouldn't have to worry about them being in captivity Mm -hmm. or not. They'd be perfectly fine in the wild. But alas, we steal their homes. We steal their food. So sad. Alright. Behavior. So, they have a few vocalizations to signify its emotional state. Which I think is super cute. So, they will have different vocalizations to... Signify when they're scared, if they have anxiety, oh. their dominance or their submission. They're very self-aware. They are, <laughs> and I love it so much. They're like, "I'm a little scared." Hey, I have a lot of anxiety. I'm the dominant one. I submit. Very, <laughs> you give me anxiety. Very good communication. Yeah, be good in relationships. <laughs> they would be. So we need to take lessons from these tigers. <laughs> they're very good at communicating. Mm-hmm. And very self aware, very hopeful. So maybe we should be tigers. <laughs> what would your? I don't know because I imagine they mostly are like meows and roars right. of sorts, right? So, what do you think your anxiety roar would be? <laughs> okay, I have a sound already. That oh I do. yes! And whenever I make this sound, uh, Sean, my husband. He knows <laughs> I am anxious. And it's it. usually just like a. Uh, oh my like gosh, so Tina! You're like, Tina! <laughs> yes, Tina! I or, love it Or so like the. A... <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. I love that so much. That's fantastic. What's yours? What would my. Yeah, be? what would it be? <laughs> I was like, I don't think I have one. My anxiety sound is just, I have anxiety. <laughs> Very just, I have anxiety. Or I guess I'm just, like, (laughs) like, yeah. thank you. Or I cry. (laughs) Or lots of deep breaths, like, (sighs) yeah. Like, trying to just de-stress a little. So, if I had a roar that was, like, I had anxiety, I feel like it'd be, like, kind of like a low growl, like, (laughs) I don't know, I'm not a cat. I just thought (laughs) of... I think this is from Shrek, the little kid that's like "do the roar." I don't know. That's from Shrek, but I would believe I it. It sounds almost like these trolls. No, that one glitter troll. That's like it's like this tiny little glitter troll, but he's got like a voice. <laughs> yeah, do the roar, do the roar. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. So, there's our anxiety sounds. Mm. <laughs> um, so, we've covered anxiety sounds, and what was the other one did? The cute like, oh! <laughs> Ac- Acute aggression. Cute noise. aggression. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> an anxiety. Mm. <laughs> okay. So, they also leave scent markings um, through urine for the mates to find to find mates and also to mark their territory. And then they're usually pretty solitary, and they avoid social gatherings. I feel like we can relate a lot to this tiger. And they like to do most everything on their own. They only really come together for breeding and child rearing. (laughs) Ah. Which is not entirely me. I like, I'm very, I feel like I've become very codependent. (laughs) I like to be on my own, but with my husband. Yeah, (laughs) He's my social buffer. Is what yes. I call him. <laughs> that, that's what mine is, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, in that aspect, I would I avoid social gatherings, but I like having him nearby. Yeah. He's my one, my one person I always want by me. I like my kid, too, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like my husband more. Sorry, human, if you hear this in the future. It can be the tiger. It can be territorial. <laughs> so it will sometimes protect aggressively its territory. But sometimes it's like, meh, whatever. Um, and then a fun thing is that tigers, as we also know, love water. So the South Tyrant Tiger partakes in loving water and it will bathe in water to keep cool from the hot, hot summers. Mm. Which is fun. So you take our anxiety, fear, dominant submission, communicating self-aware tiger and you put a little scrubby in its hand. With a little shower cap and some bubbles and pretend you're watching a bathe in a bubble bath of a lake. And it's suddenly super cute. Which also makes me think of when we had our inside jokes of that you, like, printed out all those papers of, like, our inside jokes and you, like, had different drawings with it. One of them was, like, tigers, like, all in a hot tub. And one of them yeah. was like, so tell me now, did you fart? <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm- thinking of that so hard when I was like doing this research I just kept thinking of this tiger like all these tigers in the hot tub tell me now did you fart (laughs) so Um, you put that like in like the bath they're giving baths and then it's like all these other tigers kind of like you farted (laughs) we have very very deep inside jokes that I feel like (laughs) need some dissecting to really understand them sometimes (laughs) We just have a lot, yeah. That have been like from when we were twelve, and now we're as we stated earlier like in our late twenties. Yeah. So for over half our life, we've had these inside jokes. Whoa, that's a lot. That's a weird perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we've known each other for more than a more than a quarter of a century, about a quarter yeah. of a century. What? Weird. It is kind of weird. Anyways, so their life cycle, mating and babies, because babies are cute. Mm-hmm. Um, so the South China tiger can mate throughout the year. Does not have a specific cycle, but they have found that they prefer to have mate in the winter and also sometimes the spring months. And then females will usually signal the males through scent markings and vocalizations when she's in heat. And then sometimes that will make the males like feel like they have to compete each other to access the ready female. Um, and then they do their thing, and then whatever male wins goes to the female. Or she picks. I don't really know. Fight for me, men. <laughs> <Fight>. <laughs> I pee on this stick, so you must fight for me. Fight for me. <laughs> Entertain me. <laughs> I'm better than you. <laughs> I've got, what was it, the Facuna wool? <laughs> <laughs> fight for me. <laughs> um, all right, so the males. So they mate uh, and they... Me, they have a good time. Mhm. And then the males don't stick around afterwards. They Oh they leave. They don't care after that. they're like, Cool. Ew. I fought for you. I got my prize and I'm out. I don't like that. Yeah, they're <laughs> kinda meh. Uh so the females are left to have and raise the babies all on her own. But then again, they also do prefer to be antisocial and alone anyways. So Strong maybe she women. kicks him out, who knows? She's like, I'm I'm done (laughs) with you. I'm done with Um, you. Fight for me. All right, I choose you. Now go away. I don't want you. Go away. (laughs) Less douchey. Yes. (laughs) More snobby now. Yes. Um, Tiger empowerment. (laughs) Be a tigress. (laughs) I am a tigress. I am not a tigress. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, I am very codependent. (laughs) Um... So, the females will be pregnant for about three to four months, and they usually have a litter anywhere from one to five cubs, which Mm. just sounds crazy having five cubs all on your own. Mm. Um, when they are born, the tiger cubs weigh about two pounds, or one kilogram, Mm. which is so tiny, because that's, like, smaller than what my human was, but only slightly, um, And then they're also blind and they kind of have like a grayish yellow fur when they're first born. And then as they get older, their coat changes from the grayish yellow to a light yellow before it slowly deepens into that rich orange and black color that we know. And then the cubs will open their eyes after about two weeks. And then they leave their lair after about one month. And the female, the mom, doesn't really venture out too often for food, but it will attack any animals that enter her safe place where her babies are. And then if she feels like it's no longer safe, she'll relocate her babies. So sometimes she often relocates them. Um, and then her main duty is to... Duty. is to protect protect her cubs, feed them, and teach them how to hunt and survive. And then she does this until they're about 18 months old because that's when they typically feel independent enough to go off on their own. However, sometimes they will stay with their moms a little bit longer, which is totally fine by her. Um, And then females are usually sexually mature by the time they're three or four, and males are sexually mature a little bit after that. And then they... So, because of that, they usually only have a litter of babies only a few times in their life, which makes it take a really long time for their population to replenish, which is why it's so hard in the captivity to just bring their population up because they take so long in between to sexually mature, and then they also have to make sure they're not bottlenecking their genetics. They have to, like... It's just really hard, and it's not always success in, like... Captive breeding animals isn't as easy as wild Mm -hmm. for some reason, and also just in general, it's not always easy. Just I feel like, even with humans, fertility is just a weird, difficult thing sometimes. So, and you have to be patient until the next time they're in heat to be able to do it, and then they have to be like, I'm okay with you to mate with me, but other times they're like, Get away from me, you swine, (laughs) (laughs) you know. (laughs) So, um. But a typical tiger will live about 10 years in the wild is what it was estimated. But in captivity, they have been known to live for more than 20 years now. Oh. Um, and most of them are in captive or protective land. So they are living to that closer of 20 years. But they do believe that in wild they only lived about 10 because hunting and such. And lack of food. This is a random question that I just thought of. Perfect. Um... Have you seen Tiger King? I have not. I've seen all the trailers and <laughs> I feel like I need to watch it, but I'm also just like, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Yeah. Um But I wonder, like, if they're counting those tigers that, like, they have, like, maybe illegally or illegally. Oh, legally, yeah. And, you yeah. know, they're just in not good shape and they're not. It's you should just not own a tiger. Tigers don't make good pets. You really shouldn't. They obviously eat a lot of food, which is expensive. Yeah, and if they're not getting the right amount of food, they're going to get it from someone. (laughs) In the show, he like makes trips to like Walmart and gets like almost expired meat, like loads and loads and loads of it, and like feeds it, and it's just like, like, if I had a tiger, which I never would. If I had a tiger, I would probably have to have a huge caged-in land, so it has lots of, like, room to roam and climb, but it's caged so it can't just get out and kill people. Yeah. And then I, which I wouldn't want to do, I'd want it to be free, um, and then I feel like I'd have to, like, get really good at hunting and get a hunting's license and just get as much deer as I can. (laughs) So then that way I can just regularly feed it or just, because yeah. I wouldn't want to, I don't know, I feel like I'd also want to let it hunt, but I don't want to like just get a live deer and stick it in this cage just I to be like, know. sorry. Oh, bad. sorry. Like the Jurassic Park scene. Where yes, really with the... the goat. Yeah. Yes. I like, guess the thing too with Jurassic Park see, they just put a goat hooked to a chain. If you're just gonna yeah. chain the goat so it can't actually run anywhere, just give him a dead goat. Yeah. Why do you have to give him a live goat that can't do anything? Oh. <laughs> Ugh. If you're trying to stimulate the live hunt, let the goat run! <laughs> yeah. plows. <It's> plotholes. <sighs> plotholes. <laughs> the things that we find wrong in movies. But yeah, I have not seen Tiger King. When I first saw the trailers, I was like, is this even real? Or is this, like, one of those fake documentary movies? You shows. know, it looks fake, it's real. I know, it's just so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous that it doesn't seem real. Yeah. I would never own a tiger. Would you? No. <laughs> Maybe, like, when I was doing research, I kept finding, like, top 10 cutest tiger costumes for pets. Ugh. I totally turned my dog into a tiger for Halloween. Yes. <laughs> Which would be hilarious. So, that's the tiger I would own hmm. a dress up costume tiger. <laughs> Probably the same as me. <laughs> um, I don't have any cool random facts or famous ones because they're very rare. But I do have a story time, and I do have a lightning round, and then we also have some cool facts about Chinese New Year. Okay. All right, so story time. Long story short. So, in 2007, a farmer claimed he saw and got pictures of a wild South China tiger, but remember, they hadn't been seen in the wild since the 1990s, so it was a huge deal, and he got paid for these pictures. Um, and then the people that were, like, investigating it or whatever, eventually they found out that it was faked, and so it was a huge hoax. And to, it was the, two of the people that were looking into it were like, oh, we're going to basically say it's real so we can get more money for protecting these animals. So it was trying to get more money for, like, this department and the government to protect animals. Um, and then when they found out that it was a huge hoax, the two people lost their job, the employees lost their jobs for their dishonesty and stuff, and then the farmer actually had to serve time and pay back the reward money because of the false claims and everything and cheated the government out of money and stuff. Um, Honestly, though, good. I don't like the government. <laughs> 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 um so they he did have to pay back the money that he got and serve some time for it mm-hmm. but it's kind of sad that it, like ended with that guy serving time and two people losing their job but it did end up actually raising a lot of awareness for the tiger that it did actually help move forward a protection plan for oh. them so in a way it did help all right but thanks for it also <laughs> hurt some people in the process <laughs> but you know it's fine because it, it did end up helping in the long run. Um, so that's my short story. Hopefully I told it right. <laughs> um, and then the lightning round is despite being separated ge- geographically, um, it is very closely related to the South China tiger, is very closely related to the Bengal tiger, Siberian tiger, Malayan tiger, Caspian tiger, and the Indo-Chinese tiger, um, which is believed that all of these types are capable of reproducing viable offspring with each other. Since they are all part of the same species. Hmm. So they're all just subspecies of the species. So, all of those tigers, if you don't want to keep bottlenecking their genetics, you just gotta breed them with each other and then make, like, new hybrid tigers. So it would be, like, the South China Siberian tiger. <laughs> Get the biggest with the smallest. Oh, make it <laughs> a medium tiger. Right? Like a chihuahua and a... St. There you go! <laughs> I, I don't know how, how would that would work. Even... I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I... <laughs> don't think about it. Don't <laughs> think about it. Because I don't know who would be the male who would be the female. No, stop. How it would work in either way because how would the male get up there, but then how would the male fit? <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to think about animal sex. <laughs> it's so awkward. (laughs) But yeah, so they could, um, they do believe that they are capable of mixing, which might, if they're capable of being able to, and if they can actually get them to, um, might hopefully save the species. (laughs) Um, and then they have an enormously, enormously strong bite. Um, so they're able to crack open an animal's skull with just their jaw. Which is terrifying, so another reason I wouldn't want a pet tiger. Um, They're very rarely, very rarely will a tiger hunt to kill humans, but it is assumed that once they acquire the taste of a human, it might continue to hunt them for the rest of their life because it's like a nice little tasty treat. Plus, humans make a tempting meal for them since specifically for a wounded or an old tiger that has a harder time catching wild prey because humans are much slower than an (laughs) antelope. Or a boar. (laughs) So we're kind of easier targets. So we might be more of a tempting meal for the older slash wounded ones that have a harder time getting their natural prey. But they're all in captivity, so it might not be that big of an issue. Unless of course they're not fed well. So maybe one day Tiger King will get eaten by his own tigers. He's in jail. <laughs> yeah, Sorry to ultimate, spoil that for you. <laughs> ultimate punishment. <laughs> Here's your release into your tiger den. <laughs> it's simple. So the Guangdong Southern Tiger basketball team. It's a basketball team. <laughs> um, their team is named after the sub t- China tiger. And then two more facts is one of the unusual characteristics of the tiger is the presence of false eyes on the back of its head, hmm. and the purpose of this isn't really entirely clear yet. But they believe that it might be to deter potential predators from behind them, or to help the cubs follow their mom. Oh, which is cute. That's cute <laughs> slash, you know, maybe they behave because like mom's watching. <laughs> That's like maybe mom's where got the, the, eyes the eyes on the back tiger. of her head. <laughs> yes. Um, And then, one of the reasons why we're probably an easy meal for them is because the South China Tiger can travel at speeds of 60 miles per hour. Oh! (laughs) Which is faster than we can go on our normal roads. Yeah. That's. Jeez. That's that's literally a tiger running on our highway. (laughs) That's horrifying. Right? (laughs) So, they can run faster than the cars going on TV Highway. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. They're very fast. So Chinese New Year. Woo! Poop. Happy New Year! And happy future new year <laughs> in like one more month. Um so Chinese New Year is on February first, twenty twenty two, and it is the year of the tiger. Which is exciting, which is why we're talking about this, even though it's January's New Year right now. So in one month. <laughs> Preparing That's why I'm doing it. Um, the tiger is known as the king of all beasts in China. The zodiac sign tiger is a symbol of strength, exercising evil, so like an exorcism. Um, and braveness. Many Chinese kids wear hats or shoes with their tiger with a tiger image on them for good luck. And then this year for anyone born in the year of the tiger, so anyone born from February 1st to Janu- February 1st of 2022 to January 31st of 2023 is the year of the tiger. Um, and your lucky numbers are one, three, and four, and any other numbers containing them like 13 or 43. And your lucky days are the 16th and 27th of any Chinese lunar month. Your lucky colors are blue, gray, and orange. Your lucky flowers are the yellow lily or the cineria. Cineraria. 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 I don't know what kind of flower it is. I looked it up. They're pretty. (laughs) Um, Your lucky direction, which I think is so interesting, is east, north, and south. Not west. Not west. Not west. Not good. But. but (laughs) I also have some unlucky things for you. But your lucky months are the third, seventh, and tenth Chinese lunar months. Your unlucky numbers are six, seven, and eight and any numbers containing them like sixty-seven or eighty-seven. Your unlucky color is brown. And poop. Yeah, poop. <laughs> your unlucky direction is southwest very very specific, very specific. <laughs> and your unlucky months are 1st, 4th, 5th and 11th of the chinese lunar months going to look up my lucky stuff right right
1: top.
0: um there is a link to this website on the resources so you guys can put in your birthdays and it'll give you like your stuff oh. yeah um so in chinese element theory each zodiac sign is associated with one of the five elements so gold which is metal and then water wood, fire, and earth. So, for example, a wood tiger would come around once in every 60-year cycle. So, it makes it even more like, rather than every 12 years, it's like every 60 years. Mm. Because, yeah. So, this year is the year of the water tiger. Mm. Um, And it's theorized that a person's characteristics are decided by the birth's year zodiac, animal sign, and element. This means that there are five types of tiger with each different characteristics. So it's 2022 is the water tiger and its characteristics are, has a strong sense of self-esteem and learning ability and people in general born in the year of the tiger are brave, competitive, unpredictable, and competent. They are very charming and well-liked by others, but sometimes they are likely to be impromptuous. There we go. I think about how to say that word. <laughs> Irritable and overindulgent. Um, with stubborn personalities and tough judgment, tigers work actively and express themselves boldly, doing things in a high handed manner. They are authoritative and never go back on what they say. With great confidence and indomitable fortitude, they can be competi- competent leaders. They will not make preparations for anything but can handle anything that comes along. Huh. So, that is the year of the tiger. And Slash the Water Tiger for 2022. So, happy Chinese New Year. Happy Year of the Tiger Babies. Mm -hmm. I am a rooster. (laughs) I am a a pig. (laughs) I gotta look up my stuff after this. You do have to look up your stuff after this. It'll be fun. So, there is the South China Tiger. Woo! Whoop, whoop. There you go. Happy New Year, and Happy Chinese New Year. That's supposed to be a tiger. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me, animal lovers. And also, thank you to my special guest this week. Please rate, review, and tell all your friends so I can continue with your support and sharing fun animal facts with you. I would love to hear from you, your stories, your experiences, any suggestions you might have. Also, I would love to see any fun, cool art you guys do. You can email them to me at animalfactspodcastgmail.com. At you can also follow Animal Facts Podcast on Instagram for updates, cool art, and other fun animal related news. Click the link in the description for the resources, the donation links to saving the different animals we talk about, merchandise, and other fun things. A special thank you to my family for my really fun drum rolls, my best friend Jewel for my awesome music, and to my guests for joining me in my animal passions. Thank you again, animal lovers, for listening and supporting me in my animal discoveries and adventures. And until next time, bye! Okay. And then your last fact that has. Oh! I have to go to this one. That has nothing to do with your. There we go. Your uh, what? I'm ready. <laughs> oh, I heard your ray and I was like, with my ray? Has nothing to do with the Chinese tiger. Okay. <laughs> Is the Cody. C O A T I. Not Cody, like a human, but. An animal, like a coat eye. Coat eye. Yes, which is a member of the raccoon family. Aww. Has double jointed ankles which can rotate 180 degrees, which allows it to climb down tree trunks head first. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, so the picture in my mind you just like slowly add one after another and then you're just like, wait what? So you didn't I was thinking of the ankles were rotating and I wasn't I wasn't thinking about trees and so I was just thinking of like a raccoon maybe just like foraging or something and then it hears something behind it and so it keeps its feet planted and then just rotates. Like how horrifying would that be just, you. <laughs> <laughs> and then you would start talking about trees and i was like i did not think about that but. <laughs> <laughs> that is super funny though and i really like your imagery of that <laughs> i imagine when i give people facts sometimes they're like my own when i'm reading them like you get like those cartoons where you start with like one thing yeah. and then they keep adding things and then it like just slowly changes until it's just like like its own like completely different picture yeah it's what I imagine sometimes it's like, and it's like cartoon animated, so it's like these little clouds of like puffs of smoke, and then it suddenly changes or like adds like a new thing to it. Yes, <laughs> and you're just like, what, 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 yeah. <laughs> like building Legos almost, but by the end, it's like a weird concoction of like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I liked your image, <laughs> like, like it. just turns, and you're like, ah, <laughs> like it's on wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Its ankles instead of its neck turns 180 instead of its head turning. Right, its whole body <laughs> it's turns planted. 180. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, that is creepy. Yeah. <laughs> On that no.